Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Today is November 3rd, 2020. Election we day. We fucking made it. Finally, we're here. Today is the day that ends it all. Hopefully this COVID shit is over. Hopefully all this nonsense is at its fucking end. But more importantly, I want to introduce my guest. My guest is Emma. That's not her real name. Um, she's a police officer. She's an Afro-Latina girl. I've known her since we were about 16 years old when we went to high school together. Very surprised to see her uh, become a cop. Um, but she is, and she's here today, and I'm really glad. Thank you for showing up today. The day of the election is very important. Thank you for having me. My fans don't give a fuck, bro. They're okay. <laughs> <laughs> you don't gotta give the white girl voice. Yo, thanks for having me, yo. Yo, <laughs> oh, Like that. Listen, I can't, I'm not perfecting that. But, uh, but how are you doing? I'm, you know, I'm as good as they can be. I'm on vacation from my job, which means they can't touch me for these election details. Well, that, that, that was one of the first things, so we'll get right into it. Uh, so you're not on the election detail? No, I'm not. I'm here with you having beers. That's, <laughs> she, that's, that's the way it should be. So no matter what happens, cheers. So like, let's say tomorrow Donald Trump wins, right? Or Joe Biden wins, whoever wins, and motherfuckers start losing their mind, and people start rioting and going crazy. And can they call you and be like, yo, shorty, come to work. You got to come in. No. That's it. I will be home. So tomorrow's actually my sister's birthday. So um, I'll be doing taco night at my sister's house tomorrow. And uh, not worried about what's going on downtown in Seoul. Because we know that Washington, D.C. has made sure that their whole police force is working tomorrow. Except me. But you're not in Washington, D.C. <laughs> I know, exactly. You know, there's... Um, um, they've done it. They've done it before, but they haven't done it. Um, not even in 9-11 could they call off. Everybody. Right. Yeah, they can't. They can call whoever's in the city, um, but I'm not, you know, in the city anymore. I don't live in the city anymore, so they can't. Ah, uh, so it's based kind of like uh, it's not even like... so it's union based. If you have your vacations, we pick our vacations a year in advance, such as so that's the basically what saved you. It was just like you picked your vacation so correctly, they and they just fucking lined up. I right? didn't even mean for everybody out there. I didn't even mean to pick this as a vacation. It's just my sister's birthday. It's Halloween. I love Halloween. Everybody loves Halloween. There's candy. I know. There's us. there's girls dressed slutty. There's yeah. there's parties. There's alcohol usually for the adults. So it's a good time. So I would just want to be of Halloween. I tried to dress slutty one Halloween and it didn't work out. Rocky it Horror Picture Show. Yeah, it wasn't appreciated. I don't know. I thought I'd get more love. Um, but listen, this is a crazy climate. Uh, has it been crazy for you? Have you experienced like all the stuff that like we were just talking right before this, and we were saying how. Towards the end of the COVID lockdown, we were getting to a place where everyone seemed happy to see the other person. It didn't matter what your color was or yeah. where your political party. People were just happy to be alive. Like, oh shit, we made it through COVID. And to be able to go outside. Right. And we started going outside. And just when this happened, George Floyd's death occurs. Yes. Right? And the frustrating part for me is that they didn't release all the body cam footage, which I don't understand why the fuck they didn't do that. Me either. Second... They didn't release the autopsy detail, which would have been fucking amazing, so we know that the guy died of an overdose. Mm -hmm. But they waited, and they let the cities burn, they let the people go ape shit, That's and then they released it, what, three weeks later? The damage is already fucking done. Mm -hmm. And you being a dark-skinned girl, mm -hmm. Latina, so, you know, I don't want to poke fun, but it's kind of like telling a Dominican person that you're black, right? Yeah. They don't want to hear it, but... Yeah. No, but the thing is, I love, I embrace being Afro-Latina. I've always embraced being 
me. I've always embraced it. You know me since high school. I'll be like, yo, I'm this girl. I wear baby fat and wear remember, big door knocker earrings. I remember the velour suits. The velour suits and the name belt. Like, this is me. So I've always, as a cop, I've always been proud to be me. I wear my hair. I, I just recently cut my hair, but I used to wear a big poofy bun. And it was always curly. And, you know, I've always been proud to be, be me. And I've always been proud to be a queen's girl. And, like, you know, I don't understand why they, everything got out of, as out of control as it did. But um, it was definitely something. And I definitely um, did experience um, some oh, hateful things, I'm sure. Whew. So right after I had come back from the vacation, one of the vacation picks that I had picked a year in advance, I had come back to these protests and these demonstrations and stuff. And... So when I, you were on vacation, and uh, then I came back my first day. So like pre George Floyd vacation, yes. then George Floyd dies, and then a couple days later you're back on work. Back at work, and then we're mobilized because it's like, hey, they're destroying yeah, the riot squad. They're destroying downtown. It's not even the riot squad. They just called in everybody they actually had because it was huge, huge crowds of people that we have never, we haven't seen since the seventies, like. This never seen people. that level of protest. That level of protest and unrest and stuff. I think the, I think that's the figure that they actually gave us that they hadn't seen that since the late seventies, early eighties. Decades, basically. Decades since they even there were um, demonstrations, anti-police demonstrations in 2014, 2015, 2014, 2013. Yeah, the Akai Gurley. The Akai Gurley they had done, but they were only like two, three hundred people. These were like five thousand, one uh, five thousand, ten thousand. So I went to one of the biggest ones in May. You were working one of the biggest ones. I worked one of the biggest ones. I, I shouldn't say once because it implies that I was in the crowd. Yeah, that's what I was, I was like. <laughs> did you fucking go there? Or were you, Imagine going, going in your free time. I'm sure that there were probably anyone. I, I, I would not be surprised that there were there were cops probably there. There were definitely. Off-duty people. Off-duty. And there's also undercovers in there. People, A lot of people don't know that there's a lot of people that are blending in with. You trying know. to see if you start trying to rob the Rolex store. And then, mm -hmm. yeah. Which and is what we need. Exactly. We need people on the inside. But we went to, we um, got mobilized to the Manhattan Bridge, which as you know, as everybody knows, that was 20,000 people. That's, I mean, not only is it, we spent the whole day running around downtown from Washington Square Park. In Washington Square Park, I got told some like really like, oh my God, things like you wouldn't, it's all about putting up the wall and remembering that you need to be professional. But I've gotten told by white people that they are more black than me at these protests. <laughs> white girl with green hair that's 19 years old is like, I'm more black than you because you're in that uniform and I'm not. I'm like, whatever helps you sleep at night. Have a good night. And I've been told by other people more graphic because that's like just the nicest. Yeah, that's, that sounds like a nice insult. But the other people have told me I'm going to cut off your skin. Because I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find, what's your shield number? 2233. I'm going to find your family. Oops, i got to redact that. But yeah, they'll, they'll um, you know, scream my shield number, my partner's shield number, everybody's shield number. Be like, we're going to find your families. We're going to kill your families. And then a lot of these people we've been explained to multiple times that they are professionals. They're professional agitators that get paid. I don't know by who. Let's not. Let's not. Oh, we're not going to go say George Soros. We're, we're not, not going to say it's the Democratic Party. We're not going to say that. But we know that they're being paid for this. 
and they're trying to get a reaction out of cops and they're trying to get a reaction out of us and we have to stay stone-faced and i'm proud to say there's definitely a tiktok video of some girl yelling in my face and i'm just like just smiling really? yep what was she saying um she was saying that um make my partner put on a mask we had right but we have our riot visors on yeah it's covered. We're covered. And she's yelling, make your partner put on a mask. You're killing me. Wait, You're killing me. I can't breathe. The... But she doesn't have a mask on while she's yelling this at us, which is hilarious. She's yelling at my partner. I had a mask on just because I had one in my pocket. I put the mask on under my visor. But we have riot visors on, which is equivalent to, for those out there that don't know, the riot visor looks like the N95 face shield that they were in the hospital. And it's actually kind of vacuum sealed. So it's a little bit of a barrier between you and the public. Also, it's not... Like if somebody spits in your face, it's not It's not come. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to touch at least the important stuff. And I was like, this... You know, it, you just have to let it fall off of you. That's good because... A lot, yeah, of, a lot of people, I'm sure that there's cops out there that are like, yeah, bet, we're going to find out. Yeah, no, and it's it's sad, but with the thing is, we have to, you, you have to remember that you got hired by the city of New York to, to be... To do a job. To do to a job and to be the better person. So this person's yelling, you're a traitor, I've gotten, like, right. you're a traitor, you're this, you're that. Like you hate your own race and all kinds you of shit. You hate your own race, right? you're oppressing your own race, but the thing is, which you got to revert back to, because I work in the hood... Not gonna spe specify which hood. It works in the hood. Don't worry about it. Work in the hood. There's projects. There's a lot of projects, and there's a lot of gangs. Blacks, Puerto Ricans, Latinos. Listen, they out there. They doing They're bad out shit. There. We were one of. At one point, we were number two in the whole city for shootings, which is crazy. We haven't been number two in the city for shootings since 1994. No, what Joe Biden put in the crime bill? Is right. that a coincidence? I don't know, folks, but we're here. <laughs> we're trying to figure this shit out, bro. So, and also the shootings have been at the highest they've been in New York City in general. The well, whole five boroughs since 1994. Well, I'm hearing that we're getting what used to be like a weekend in New York, maybe single-digit number calls mm -hmm. is now double-digit number calls, sometimes even more. Friday might be 20 people. Saturday might be 12. You've never experienced, the department's never experienced this high-level oh. volume. I'm kind of glad that there are people... Like you, like myself, more people from the hood that are more supportive of the police. Because growing up, I was never supportive of the police. No, no. I feel like I was targeted by the cops in my neighborhood. I got searched regularly. I got pushed. Uh, when I was arrested, I remember I was handcuffed sitting on the floor. Mm -hmm. And the cop was spitting seeds at me. Mm -mm. You know, but I'm not going to judge one piece of shit to everybody in the department. Exactly. There's good people everywhere. I was a shitty kid when I was in high school. I'm not a shitty kid now. Oh. You can't you can't just do that type of judgment. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted to have you here. Because me personally, I've known you for a while. Mm -hmm. We've stayed in contact throughout high school. And not like... not in like the 20s and stuff. Yeah, not like let's hang out and go to brunch on Saturday contact. But yeah, enough contact. We're happy birthday. Mm -hmm. And you yes. know, we watch your Instagrams and all that. So I know I'm like, you're genuine. And also what gives you kind of like... I think a little more thicker skin is, is your skin color. And I feel yeah. like people, they, they want to say like, oh yeah, well don't make it about color, don't make it about race. Well, I'm sorry. You're a dark skinned Latina girl. Mm. And you're in this position where dark skinned Latinos are essentially against you right now. Yeah. Majority. No, so 
going back to at the demonstrations in June, I was getting yelled the most vile things ever. What I would go, what I was getting yelled, like people were <laughs> not that loud. <laughs> people were yelling at me some real vile shit, like shit that you know. I always said it. Social media has made people way too comfortable saying with shit. saying wild shit to other people. However, when I'm getting this wild shit yelled at me, yeah, I remember work. my community, the community that I serve, that every time I call 911, even during those times, every time I call, every time I get go to a 911 call, they're happy to see me. Sir, like I'll get, like for example, like literally maybe the day after doing three days straight of demonstrations, they're like, okay, you're just going on patrol today. I'm like, oh my God, thank God. Oh, that's like a break kind of. Especially during June, the first few weeks of June, patrol was a break. And um, this Where? case is close, so I can talk about it. Um, the first case I went to, the case, the first call that I went to being on patrol for the first time since the demonstrations was a, I shit you not, a resident of one of the project buildings um, didn't appreciate the ice cream man playing the music so loud and idling the engine. So he went down there and said, turn off your fucking engine. And the ice cream man's like, no. Kiss my ass. Kiss my ass, basically. <laughs> and he's making money. This is his livelihood. Um, the ice cream, he comes, he starts with the ice cream man. The ice cream man comes out. Mr. Softy comes out with a bat. <laughs> fucking. And then Miss, the disgruntled individual comes at him with one of the bricks from around the trees. Oh, this is going to be shitty. And boom, breaks his nose. Breaks the ice cream guy's nose. Bra breaks Mr. Softy's nose, ladies and gentlemen. He broke Mr. Softy's nose. So Mr. Softy calls the cops? No, they no, neither of them called the cops. The parents of the kids getting ice cream oh, called the God. cops. Like, He's like, hey, man's fighting right now. You gotta... ice cream man's fighting a random dude. Y'all yeah. got to come through. Crazy project shit. They yeah. were all happy to see us. Like, can y'all break this up? And we were able to break them up like men. Obviously, they Anybody both need. Yes, the two of them went to jail that night because oh, both of them. yes, because Ice Cream Man came at him with the bat, and then Mister Mister Disgruntled Male broke his nose because he didn't get to do all that. Time out. Got questions. I have questions. I gotta ask. Right. So, let's hypothetically say Danny is doing a podcast out of a fucking ice cream truck <laughs> in the fucking projects, right? Uh -huh. And some asshole. Comes down, he's like, hey, cocksucker, turn that shit down. And I go, fuck you, blah, blah, blah. And he says, come on out, what are you going to do? And I come out with a bat, and I got the bat in my hand, right? And I'm like, so what's up? And he cracks me in the face with a brick. So Even though I didn't swing the bat, I go to jail? So what happened to this case, because we had to do what we I'm had to do. I'm looking out for you, folks. I'm looking out for you. I know we had you gotta to do get what we had to do, but because it was like Danny said, it's self-defense, basically. This guy's coming at you with he a brick. They dismissed this whole case. This is why I can talk about this because this is uh, um, a pendejada. Yes, pendejada for lack of a better word, pendejada. Chingadera, you know, whichever you prefer, guys. But so it's a vaina. It's a vaina. It's a vaina. You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> Damn it, that, that, that's got to be like a waste of resources too. Like at the it's same time, it's a waste of right? resources, but at the same time, the kids need to be seeing this. No, let's get this. Let's get this together. Let's yeah, let's get the cops here so we can get this. And you the can't hell just out of let here. them fucking go you because can't now the youth sees this and they're like, oh, well, nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. Like, oh, the cops are not gonna do nothing we about it. We can act this. like animals and nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. And then the parents also feel like, oh, the cops didn't do anything. The cops didn't take anybody away for this. This is not like something you sh you should be allowed to do in our. That's a child-friendly neighborhood. 
Like, this is kids getting ice cream, like, for God's sakes, in the summer. Now, uh, it, you know, it is election day, right? So we voted today. Uh, I woke up really early. I know you voted today as well. Yes. Um, how do you feel about what's going on in Philadelphia? Like, we all know, if you guys don't know, um, a man with a knife uh, was killed in Philadelphia recently by the police, and the man ran towards police. Uh, what the media didn't tell you was that that was the third call of the day that the police responded to at that residence. The man has already been arrested several times for assaulting police officers, amongst other things. So now, when you see some shit like this, right? You mm -hmm. wake up in the morning, you're doing whatever you're doing, getting your coffee before you go to work, and you turn on the news. And you see some shit like this again, and you're like, you see the media. The media doesn't specify. They say, black man killed by police or something. Mm -hmm. How do you feel knowing that you're a police officer? Now, you know that statistics say that black people getting killed unarmed is the second highest. Mm -hmm. The first highest is white people. Yes, that's true. How come we never see a white person getting shot? Because I don't understand it. Like I don't. I I really think that it's to me. The media is fucking poison. I mean, all of us. This is not even like a an off the record, like not like NYPD kind of thought. Like we all think that the media is everybody's on board. Like they're full of shit. Yes, everybody's on board. That the news is only showing you half the story. The whatever gets clicks, whatever gets whatever sells papers. It's always been like that. But it's been more like that since social media because they want to keep you engaged. They want to keep you clicking. But now we're risking your lives. Exactly. So this is what it's it's come down to. And this is why I feel like... So um, going back to like the riots and stuff in June, you do know, if for those out there that don't know, a lot of black-owned and Latino-owned businesses... Got destroyed. Got the... Got the... Got riot... Got um, pillaged, got burned down... There was um, one of my favorite reporters um, that me and her are actually good friends on Instagram and, you know, outside. You shout her out if you like. Katie Lussell. Um, she did a little piece on um, what happened in Fordham and the heartbreak of all these people is devastating. And they, I think that may have like a well, few what, hundred thousand views. You're right. What happened in Fordham? Which is ridiculous. Like that's the hoodest neighborhood of it's the hood. The, it's the heart of the hood. It's and these like fucking the, idiots destroyed their own shit. They broke down gates. They destroyed their own jewelers. They destroyed bodegas that are owned by like other Latinos. People they that destroyed, put their heart and souls into this. That's that they, they invest their home, their whole their life, life savings, yeah. their children, their the college funds for their children. They that's like that, that, that's like maybe one of, that could have been easily my parents or your parents. Exactly. Said, Listen, hardworking business owners, blue collar business owners in the city, got. They want to leave that for you now. They can't. Now they can't because now they have to try to you know get this back up and running or try to get you know their whatever they put into it, you know, out of it, and it's all ruined. It's all gone. It's all looted. Like. And nobody came out, not nobody, but um, the only thing, the um, like people like Ocasio-Cortez. Oh, she's a fucking pendejo. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. And I know like so many Latinas and like minority girls, young girls love this girl. But You listen, know, they did a Vanity Fair on her and I was, I, I, I saw tried, she was on Vanity Fair. I tried to What do you think's it? worse, Caitlyn Jenner on Vanity Fair or her? 
I think her. Because yeah. you know why? At least Caitlyn Jenner ain't fucking... Because, yeah. I, I gotta let everybody know, Ocasio Diaz did not go through a lot of the things that uh, city girls went through. Like, city, I don't mean city girls, like... like it's not the rap videos. You mean city girls, like, you from New York City, bitch? That's what she means, all right? That's what I mean. Like, we go through a lot of shit, and she grew up in a gated community in Westchester. Westchester. Rigorous. She says things that she doesn't like. One of the statistics she, she went and said during the riots, first of all, she found oh. all these riots inspiring. And she and said she's, that said maybe they needed some bread. Exactly. This is how out of touch she is with what is actually going on. She said that the local police precincts have tanks. I don't know if you've seen any tanks riding down you, Northern you, Boulevard. You, <laughs> have you seen you're, any? You're a cop. There's a police station two blocks away from here. <laughs> we, we both mutually know other cops. You guys don't have fucking tanks. We don't have all this military. Fun, we don't have this military gear. We don't have. We all no, don't no, have no, riot no, gear. No, 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 no. Just to touch on myth. that. To touch on that, mm -hmm. I think the military comments get inspired by the Israeli military tactics that the NYPD is taught. Yes, and now, we get taught because that's a little bit. E and the thing is, those are some harsh fucking tactics. They're okay, harsh you know tactics, but you gotta bear in mind that the Israeli military is comprised of people that are not voluntarily in the military. They're forced. Citizens They're forced citizens. Yeah. I have a, a friend. This is how Queens. This is, I feel like this is how Queens I am because this is how I collect. I have a Jewish friend, and. Her mom didn't let her go back to Israel because uh -oh. she didn't want her to be drafted into the she army. She didn't want her to serve, so she was like, she's, Fuck it, she's 35 now, but yes, she, it was time they were going to do... She can't go back now. She can't go back because she was born there and she still and owes. She, serve, so she you, owes the two years because you have to... I think so, like, if you go back at 35, they're still going to be like, come here, bitch. You got to do two yeah, years. Yeah, pretty much. So... <laughs> It's a bear in mind that the Israeli military is not... It's not voluntary, which is... If, Communism. And the thing is, if... We had a similar system here. Oh my gosh. Imagine that. Well, my grandfather got drafted for Vietnam. So, mm -hmm. you know, he no. got drafted and that gave him so many issues like later yeah, on. Yeah, no. And the thing is, it got left untreated. Like a lot of Vietnam people are still walking around out here doing the crackhead Millie Rock, you know? And that, and that leads me into the next question. So, a lot of people talk about you guys with the Israeli military training and all the killings and all this shit and blah, blah, blah psychological examinations are do you think that there's something better that they can do do you uh, think that they're not doing enough and also me personally i think if you're doing the job that you're doing particularly cops in cities like new york where shit goes down you're gonna see shit regularly mm -hmm. i think cops should get at least every six months a mental evaluation I agree, but I also agree it shouldn't be another cop doing it. So they have, we have what's called peer support. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't agree that another cop should be doing it. Because I, I feel like that's just, you're looking out for each We other. have, and also we have a culture, and it's not just the NYPD. It's not just my police department. It's not just the police department, period. We have a stigmatized it's view. Law not even law enforcement in general, like for males. Like uh, if you hear about a guy going to therapy, they're like, oh, you're gay, you're a pussy, this, this, that, the I'm third. Like, no, I got issues, bro. Exactly. <laughs> no, and the thing is you try to own up to it and then like the stigma. And it's like, it's so ingrained into um, 
society that to seek help for mental health is a stigma. Right. Whereas in other countries, you've been to Scotland, you've yeah. been to... It's, it's okay not to be okay. You've I mean, been, people, I've been... People commit suicide in Scotland way more because it's like a tough culture. Yes. It's a tough culture and it's but dark it, culture. But, but it's encouraged. Like, go speak to somebody, but... Because it's that hard the pub thing. life in other countries, yeah. and specifically in Ireland, in Ireland. Scotland, England, yeah, that pub life is just you're, you're a pussy. Exactly, it's the pub life, but they're getting they're more comfortable because this bit of miss pubs. Oh man! Sorry to get off of the topic, but fuck. listen, I went to Ireland and it is wow. The pub life is nothing compared to like here. They don't know. They, they have don't, no idea. First of all, they serve you. They encourage. They give you like a little food sample. You see how now Cuomo wants you to give Cuomo, Cuomo food. Cuomo chips. That's, okay. There's no Cuomo chips. They're just your chips in Dublin. All right. It's like, this <laughs> just, is for you. Don't worry about it. This is for you. We just want you to be good. We just want you to be good air, dear. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so back to the the mental health. So in reality, what we're talking about is it's non-existent. It's not non-existent because there's there's um, non-affiliated confidential lines for us that that's just for us that you guys can go and be like yo I, I, so whatever occurred today I can't handle it I feel like yada yada and they'll talk to you for an hour they'll talk to you for five hours on the phone and they won't tell the department about it I don't think that's good enough I, I think that, I think that, it's not good enough I think that's bad if anything I think that it's and it's not it's peer support but it's not peer support because it's not part it's confidential because it also doesn't make sense right so like is this like a, a way to release the valve like okay so these guys are stressed out emotionally unbalanced whatever the case so now they could just release on the phone for a couple of hours nobody gets to know that's not good in my opinion it's not good because they should you know if this person ends up on the rfk bridge yeah like, they're some problems right exactly even after venting so there's definitely and then also going back to the stigma issue um the our job doesn't do a good job with the stigma reinforce doesn't do a good job not reinforcing the stigma because once they find out like hey if you go to our you know department psych and be like i'm not okay i saw something really bad today i saw You're not working I'm not, I can't go today. So they'll put you on, so they'll strip you of your gun and your shield. And um, while I know it's a precautionary measure, it's, you know. But then that's not fair either because it's like, okay, so they're forcing you guys into a fucking corner basically. Mm -hmm. And it's like, deal with and your you emotions, know, shut the fuck up and, and get back out and there. And you're going to go, no, not even. They take away your gun and shield, you're on desk duty. And no, but what I'm saying is if you spoke about it, yes. they back you into a corner where it's like, Okay, Either. so if I spoke, if I speak about what's driving me nuts, I'm, I'm gonna lose basically my what I live for, my gun and my badge. Mm -hmm. What I worked so hard for, so you don't even live for it. So you just work so hard to get it, right? And you they're taking this away from you because you came forward to say, "Hey, this is bothering me." Yes, and they, I, I don't know how much better they've gotten with that within the past because um, a coworker of mine. Um, had recently um you know committed suicide and uh they just sent a few emails um you know they but i feel like they didn't do enough you right. know so they sent people there to talk to us but nobody wants to talk now, to them you know what i mean do you know her personally oh yeah no i so knew. do you think that the the suicide was because of work i don't think so I think she had a bunch of other um, issues. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah, no, I don't want to out who this person is. But you know, I think that there was a bunch. I don't think because I'm sure that there's a lot of cops. We're hearing a lot of cops killing themselves. And recently. the thing is, I don't think. 
I would have ever picked up on it. It's something you would have... It's the person I would have least expected. It's always like that, isn't it's, it? I was like... Isn't it always like what? that, though? Because I, I've heard of people killing themselves, and it's always like... What? That, I never would have thought him? that. Him? It's like him. Like, I just saw him the other day. And the thing is... Oh, man. That, that reminds me of a meme, because it's like... West Indian people, because I'm um, also half West Indian also. Yeah, 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 whatever. Let's go to carnival. But, um... West Indian people. I'm sorry, baby. I'm bringing you to carnival too. Yes, but as soon as you say West Indian people, um, oh, some so and so dead. They're like so and so dead. I just see it. I just see it the other day. I just see it the other day. Like just because you saw somebody. Like I just saw him. He looks so vibrant. Yeah. No. And it's it's. I get. You know, I make fun of, you know, my family for saying stuff like that. But it's true. Like, you see this person, you would have never thought. I love those accents, so I can't understand how to tap. Bomba class. like, yeah, you tell me. That's right. Where the ox I used to work with this girl, right? This West Indian girl. She used to work with me at the hotel. Mm-hmm. She always used to take care of me. Mm-hmm. Like, she was more like a mother figure. She was a little older than yeah. me. She, she was higher up in seniority than yeah, me. Yeah. And she would always take care of me. And, but she was a black girl, but she was like, she speak like me and you, right? But mm-hmm. when she wants to, uh-huh. that accent would just come out and she would say so. Like, I would fuck something up at the hotel. Like, look what you're doing now, boy. Yeah, exactly. Some shit like that. And I'd be like, what? And she's like, get out of my face, Daniel. I'm like, all right, listen, I love you. Make her do it. Get out of my face. Like, something like that. Like, yeah, listen, my mom, my mom is the whitest lady in the world. My mom is Scottish. She looked like one of the White Walkers, right? From, <laughs> from Game of Thrones. I'm sorry, mom. I love you. Um, but her homegirls are all black. Like, they're all black Caribbean women. They're teaching her jerk chicken and curry and all that But do you know what? And it's really interesting. Um, I did a... No, I didn't do a bunch of research on it. I just asked my family, and I went to um, where I'm from in the West Indies. Belize? Ooh! <laughs> so... You said it. I caught it. <laughs> yeah, there's not a lot of us on, on uh, the NYPD. That's how I was like, mm, mm. But, um... There's a lot of uh, history that the the indentured servitudes have, the indentured servitude of Ireland, because Britain just took everything and they fucking enslaved all the Irish people that they could fucking find in people Scottish people. People forget about that. People forget people about that. People don't know that, that like, that Scottish and Irish were slaves. Slaves, and they called them redlegs. Just like just like how black people were slaves in the United States for 400 Irish years. Irish people were slaves in the West Indies for... Yeah. At least a hundred. Well, people don't believe that. Though. They You're don't like, yo, believe yo, it. Yo, the white people were slaves in the so, West Indies. Are like, yes. Bro. I'll up you one more. When we went to Ireland, and my boyfriend did not know this. Oh, He's also Irish, and um, there's a Irish whole, McNasty right there. Yeah. So on the Titanic, they had put a bunch of these indentured slaves. This is how recently they were doing this indentured servitude, which is basically like just, white slaves. Basically, they were white slaves on the Titanic. They just have a nicer name. Yes, indentured servants, which. Which is, a, you know... That's a nicer way of saying the N-word like white people would say it in plantations. But basically. they would go to these, and they had names for them in, in West Indian, and they go, oh, look, that red leg, because they would sunburn, because right. this is... Because they're this fucking is, white, and they're not used to being in that heat. In the sun, working 18-hour <laughs> days, seven the, days a week. They, know, they don't get that type of sun. You know no, I mean? so, and then they're burned on their legs, and they're burned everywhere, and they called them red legs. Which goes back to like what I was saying. Like, yeah, my mom's the whitest lady in the world, bro. We exactly. Like, those people, my Scottish side, they're white. Like they're, they're white. Edinburgh, white. Edinburgh, Edinburgh. I Edinburgh. said, I said Edinburgh. And Somebody was like, she should be shot. I went to Temple Bar and said Edinburgh, and they're like Edinburgh. Like, yeah, well, sorry. Temple Bar is, is that's the biggest tourist bar in Dublin. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I'm so so. I didn't tell you my COVID story. 
Uh, mm-hmm. March 13th, I was getting ready to go to Scotland. I was going to go fly into Scotland. I was going to see my grandma for a couple of days. Mm-hmm. God rest her soul, she passed away during COVID. Um, not from mm-hmm. COVID, but she was all 94. Uh, so I was going to go there, kick it with her, do all that bullshit. Then I was going to fly to Dublin. I was going to meet my boy John Masters, who's a musician that I hang out mm-hmm. with. We were going to kick it there for two days, and then we were going to go to London. We were going to meet up with my boy Ronnie. Ronnie, I love you, baby. Um, Ronnie is actually kind of like a mortician. He owns funeral homes in London, which is morbid as fuck, but... Listen, I did the Jack the Ripper tour. And also, I do my profession now, so it's like... It was just nice to know, like, yo, he's like a real Londoner. He owns a business there. So, like, you know, when someone owns a business in a city... Yeah. You got more connections. You just... You go through the city a lot better. So, we were... We had this big fucking plan, and then COVID hits. So, Ronnie's like, come on, mate. Stop being a fucking cunt. Nothing's gonna happen. Exactly. And I'm like, I I don't know, bro. I don't know. I'm getting ready to leave. I meet up after work. Mm-hmm. You know, I get a little drunk. Uh, I start packing my bag because I'm the type of guy that I pack my Last bag. Last minute. Yeah, day of. The fuck? I'm not a girl. I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. Pack my bag. She's crazy. So, obviously, I'm a doorman in Manhattan. What do I do? A lot of cab drivers, a lot of people going to JFK. So, I know these guys. So, I got my own drivers. Mm-hmm. Wait for me downstairs. I go downstairs. I got a joint in my hand. I'm feeling fucking like the You're tits. out of here. I'm you're feeling like the tits. You and know you're what I'm out I'm of like, here. I'm fucking out. So I got so drunk and packing my shit and smoking that I forgot to charge my phone. So what do I do? Turn off my phone. I plug it in during the car ride and we're off to JFK. I'm in the cab smoking the joint, talking, shooting the shit with my friend. You know, like, yeah, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. We're pulling up. British Airways. Turn on my phone. Broop, 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 broop. Notifications like nobody's fucking business. No. Donald Trump has shut down flights to Europe. <gasps> so, oh, oh shit! No. My balls dropped right there. I was like, I'm not going. I'm, I'm not gonna. Exactly. I don't know what's gonna happen, right? I'm gonna. So anyway, I go in, and this is why I love. I don't. I don't want it to sound funny, but I love like like mothering black women, mm-hmm. right? Because when I get to the no. desk at British Airways, this is, oh child, oh, yeah, honey. it was like this this, this, this older black lady, mm-hmm. and she was like, honey. I tell you what, I could put you on that flight. But honey, I don't know if they're going to take you in London. I don't know if you're going to get to Scotland. I would say, don't fucking go, honey. Just take your pretty ass home. Just call me pretty. <laughs> right? and that's like, no, thank I was you. Like, oh, shit, you right. Listen, any guy getting called pretty by a black... Anybody getting called pretty by a black woman... I had a shape up and my hair was a little long, so I didn't know what she was trying to insinuate. But I, I took it. I was like, this is a compliment. She's mm-hmm. like, honey, take your pretty ass home. I'm going to cancel this flight and you're going to have to deal with it later. Because mm-hmm. I don't think you want to be over... And I was like, uh, kind of earth shattering right there. Cause I'm like, this is really happening. Cause the whole time I tried to downplay COVID. And I was exactly. like, no, and the thing is, it's, it, it, you know, we have to, um, the realization that it wasn't like a big deal here when it was a big deal over there. It was a huge deal in January in China. Man, we didn't give a fuck. We were over here slinging dick, hanging out. <laughs> we're slinging dick, we're having fun. I went to California. Parties. I was hanging out in LA. No, not LA, San I Diego. Went, I went to baby showers. We were going to breweries. Brewery hopping. Listen, you know I'm a big brewery person. So yeah, no, I, was I, I got you the beers yesterday, but silent. you didn't show up. Those are good beers. Fuck you, man. <laughs> Listen. Listen, it is what it is. Goose Island. I wasn't going to go to the supermarket, which was on the opposite side of the road, all right? So I settled for Goose Island. Goose yeah. Island's are pretty good. They're drinkable and shit, so. Drinkable. Drinkable, it's crushable, crushable beers. It's a crushable man. beer. Listen, you spent your life drinking craft beers. You didn't do enough. Exactly. And now you're a cop. 
Exactly. And, well, all your, and your own people hate you. This is ridiculous. Listen. <laughs> You know I, how many people call me a self-hating Latino? A lot of people call me, they're like, you're a sellout, you're this, you're that. I'm like, listen, I do. And the thing is, this is what I wanted to say to all these, like, a lot of people. My lily white Long Island co-workers do more for the fucking ghetto than these people protesting. Because it's my lily white co-workers that are going into these apartments, that are going to, hey... You, like you're neglecting your baby's covered in shit and you are having a mental health episode let me take you to the hospital let's get your baby some proper care let's call a relative let's call somebody my co-workers are the ones going to your like family member dying Not in their only apartment your yourself me sure. and my friends are me and my friends because i call them my listen everybody where you've seen my posts and stuff we're really tight-knit me and my friends are the ones that are going up to these apartments. Me, we're going to the car accidents with injuries. We're going to the car accidents on the FBI. That's going to be the hardest thing. Going to the Riverside Drive to see the wreckage. Because I'm sure you've seen, like, those bodies. Like, you know. Yeah, you know, no, it's sad. It's We both know the same person that passed away. Yes. Uh, Guillermo was one of my best friends. When I was sick with cancer, he was the only one that knew. Guillermo was a good guy. Oh, I didn't man. tell, I didn't oh, tell any man. of my friends. Mm -hmm. He was the only one, and he used to come from his shitty little job in Long Island where he worked at a mall. He would come back home to Flushing. At that time, I was staying with my mother. It was just a better time during my uh, when I was sick. And he would come. He would get off the, the, the bus from Roosevelt Mall. G was a good dude, And man. come check me. And, you know, he would always take care of me. And I, I, it, it always bothered me that we, we weren't talking when he died. But like, I remember that day. And I, I was, remember hearing. I was like, him? And I saw his picture in the paper, and I was oh. like, there was no... But there's, listen, there's cops that go the to that. The cop that had to go to that. That's what I'm saying. Like, the cop that had to go there and see that. And it's like a young, that responding and of, unit, that's got to be traumatized. And most of the responding units, we're in our 20s, we're in our 30s, young. we're young, and young, we yeah. see somebody like this, and it's like, even like, if you don't know them. Kind of like, and probably it's, terrible. It's, it's a very life-changing moment. You've seen mangled I've seen mangled, right? I've seen people stabbed, I've seen people shot, I've seen people take their last breath, and it's... These protesters aren't there for that. How do you, how do you move forward from that? Going, having gone through a, a very bad loss myself, um, my own father who was married to my mother. I always have to say, I, I feel you like it's, it's like a Afro Latino thing. Yeah. It's a Latino thing because they're like, oh, did my you parents know were him? together, motherfucker. Don't my worry. parents were together. My parents got married, and then my my dad died in a very bad car accident. And um, having seen that and having to go through the loss of that as it. it preps me a little bit that there's like really nothing you can do for the person that you know is experiencing the loss that, yeah. that they're dying and then the family that you have to tell them that you know your loved ones passed away that's that's them right there you need to let them just go through it but at the same time like i said these protesters aren't there for that shit yeah. the people yelling in my face that you're a traitor you're this you're that you're this i'm the one who's holding your the not your but the 17 year old black kid who just went to the store for for hot for for che hot cheetos and a grape soda and this is like a true story he went to the bodega on the corner for hot cheetos and baked so um grape soda and onion rings and he got lit up because they thought he was another crew member they lit his ass that up. wasn't um this was in this was 
Not fairly recent. That wasn't the Latino kid that they, they, they stabbed to death uh, in Harlem? Oh, uh, that was Junior. That's in the Bronx. That's another one. It's like, listen, we're the ones, we're the cops that have to go to that. And we're the ones who have to respond. He was an explorer respond. kid, right? He was an explorer. He was explorer post. I forget what it is. But um, a lot of people give the cops that, because there were cops that ended up, you know, dealing with him. But um, a lot of other cops, are the, a lot of other people outside looking in give the cops that responded shit for, you know, oh, how come they didn't do this? How come they didn't do that? And the, the, well, what are they supposed to do when the kid's dead? He hmm. has very mortal wounds. Like, we're not doctors, like but we know, well, yeah. we know, we can look at somebody. You're seeing the kid bleed out, and you're like, he's not going to make it. I had gone to a scene. Um, and even if you apply pressure to the wound. That like, does it, that makes it worse. A lot of times people don't know, like, oh, why didn't you do another Why didn't you get a rag? Like, yo, that makes it worse. And it's better to just wait for EMS and just hold this guy's hand until EMS shows up because there's he's mortally wounded. And a lot of people don't know. A lot of these protesters especially, if they saw somebody mortally wounded, they would fucking lose it. They would lose it. They wouldn't know what to do. It's like a lot of these people that are like, why don't you shoot in the leg? Like, can you please clarify why people, why cops can't shoot in the leg? Listen, cops can't shoot in the leg because if you're not even Chris Kyle, you know, what I'm saying? if you you're go. Chris Kyle, the American, American sniper, sniper he couldn't even shoot them in the leg. And he was, you know, a Actually, trained spoke, yeah. marksman. And you're asking NYPD cops with a 12 pound, with a heavy trigger pull under a stressful situation somebody's chasing them with a knife. Somebody's attacking somebody else with a knife. Hey, shoot them in the leg. That's not going to stop that person from getting stabbed. That's not going to stop that person from deadly force. The adrenaline's force. rushing already, right? Be a deadly force. So we're, we're, you know how you practice, how you play. We're, we practice, just, you know, we do um, fixed target practice, some, some moving target practice, but mostly fixed target practice. And listen, Center, we, we just stop the threat. We're not here to kill anybody, but we need to stop the threat. And yeah, but essentially... Public safety is paramount. Yeah, but essentially, it comes down to that, no? Mm -hmm. Because if you're... If you're not trained to... If you're... To stop the threat means like... You're listening, stop you're, the you're, threat You're, you're is, going away, son. You're dying. Exactly. Anybody that doesn't know what stop the threat means, I encourage you, if you know, just go to Pennsylvania and get a target. Because Pennsylvania, they got the, you, the public can shoot and stuff. Or Jersey, I think. But it's Jersey. also like, what's that? The, the femoral artery that's in Femoral, yes. You can die so from like, getting shot in the leg anyway. So like literally, you have... like if I There's could, four major arteries in your leg. I could probably take a couple shots in the torso area mm -hmm. as opposed to maybe a shot or two in the leg. The chances are I would probably die from the shots to the leg quicker than the shots to the torso. Because there's more arteries where I can bleed out from. Whereas it's in your torso is just a lot of fat and intestines. Right, and which absorb the, the Absorb shots. it and it would just take surgery. You're going to... Your gonna, life is going to be changed. <laughs> your life's changed. I definitely so. You might lose it. But you have a better shot of surviving a shot to the torso than, than a, sh a shot life. to the leg. Because first of all... It's a bigger area, and again, like you said, there's a lot of, like, not, there's vitals, and this is what stops the threat, because, again, we shoot to stop the threat, and you will, somebody's shot in the torso will fall. Well, that, that was they one thing I wanted They will fall, and they will, they'll, they will drop. That's something I wanted to talk about, because everybody says it. Well, why can't they shoot the leg? I was like, motherfucker, have you ever been in a fight? I've been in fights, I've been in a hundred fights. <laughs> 
My whole life, bro. You remember me in high school? I was fucking trying to fight all the Colombians. Although the Colombians were after me because I kept dating their women, but that's that's another story. Oh man, fucking, high school. I high love school so high school, man. Uh, remember Phoenix? <gasps> I love that big ass bitch. She was the nicest yeah. of them all. Let's not talk too much about high school. People will add up. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, yeah, but when you're in a fight, it's like, you know, unless you're really skilled, if this is a boxing match, you can think, okay, listen, I'm going to hit him here, I'm going to hit him there. But when you're in the street, it's You're in the street, and the thing is, you come here for a family dispute. Somebody fighting over a remote, or you come here for oh, well, that's it's a baby what mama, was, right? a baby mama, baby no, daddy no, drop. No, that's not George Floyd. A bunch a, of these calls, though, like it a was bunch, uh, that that last guy, the the, the 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 guy that um that they did three calls in one day, in Philly. Yeah, no, 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 not not three calls in Philly. The guy prior to that, the guy with the the dreads, that they oh, went to the car, he went to get the knife, and then they they shot him in. Yes. Seven and times. the thing is, he had the kids there. And yeah, the thing I don't is, know, man. Look, seven times was back turned. I look, there's so many things I don't like about that story, but at the end of the day, you can't attack the police with a weapon. Period. Exactly. Like you can't come at somebody with a weapon. Uh, at the same time, I think that cop that shot him while his back was turned while he was getting the weapon seven times in the back. I don't know. I don't uh, know, son. I wasn't there, so I can't speak on shit that you know. And that's I was still an open for. investigation as well, so we can't really talk. We about We can't that. talk about that, but um, I can talk about things that I've been through. I've been in situations with somebody. Has somebody had ever the put knife. a gun, gun to your face? Anything Not like gun, that? but a knife. That they've had the knife, and I've been like. And you were like, yo, I'm going to shoot you. We tell them, like, listen, we don't want to have to. I've said it. I've said it to people, and there's witnesses. Like, listen, we don't have to. We don't want to have to shoot you. Please drop it. Like, and did you drop it? Thankfully, in every situation I've been, they have. Have you ever used your taser? I had. Actually, fun fact, all of us in NYPD only, like, um, there was only, like, a few people because they were doing, like, a pilot program, and then they tra- taser trained everybody. I'm actually not sure if every single patrol officers taser train i haven't had to personally taser somebody but i've seen it happen and can i tell everybody listening i see i see people get tased and them motherfuckers just eat that shit yes that shit is scary that shit is scary because that's why they're shooting you bro (laughs) listen i've had people look up at me well, not me, but my partner. I've been with somebody, and they because it's only one person who does the taser. Everybody right. knows this. They've shot them with the taser, and they looked at us like, "What'd you do that for?" No, oh, like I'm gonna kill you. Calm, like oh boy, little thunder, little lightning. Here we fucking Here go. Here we go. I got like I'm gonna rip this shit out of my thing. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Um, so I'm gonna continue talking while you're doing that. Yes. Um, so folks, the meaning of this podcast was just to get some clarification because I feel like a lot of us have had the idea that all cops are bad. Um, right now the media has portrayed every cop as like terrible. Uh, and, and I know these people, I know a lot of cops and just like the young lady that's sitting in front of me, she's got no race, no bias, no nothing. She's here to do a job and to protect her community. And I have tons of friends like that, white friends, black friends, Latinos, not everyone is against, uh, not everyone is, is, is down with like senseless killing of black people. It's very clear now, and I hope that you guys have taken it away from this episode. It's very clear that the media is fucking biased. The media is only showing you things to incite these emotions. The media is doing this to trigger you, to get you to protest, to be upset about things. They want to use scare tactics as control. Listen, are there shitty cops? For sure. Are there shitty fucking mailmen? 
Are there shitty doctors? Is there shitty grocery store attendants? Are there shitty people in your job? Are you shitty? Yeah, the truth is, yes, some of us aren't. But we can't judge a whole group of people, especially the group of people that's here to protect us. Now, I'm gonna ask a series of questions and we're gonna see what happens in, in the rest of this interview. Uh, but you know, you gotta, we gotta take it light. Doing our best over here. And, and people like, like uh, Emma here are, are doing her best because they're trying to put out positivity. So listen, new question. Yes. What do you think is going to happen moving forward? Do you think that there's any sort of reform? Do you think that we're going to have different training tactics? I know the defund the police shit was some bullshit, but also there's a lot of people that are saying, like, listen, they defunded the cops, and so now they're not responding. So already a lot of changes have happened. Um, I know that they've, um, uh, a lot of the training that we got, they had to do a new training, like, hey, this is not what we do anymore, which is, very interesting moving forward. I know they're going to repeal some... They're going to try to repeal some of the bill because of uh, the, the chokehold bill. Right, the Eric Gardner chokehold thing. The, yes. That's what set everything off. Because that set everything off, but they kind of went a little too far in the bill, whereas, like, just, you know, it makes it very difficult to apprehend somebody. Yeah, because them. how the fuck are you supposed to get them under control? Like, Pretty much. Like, any MMA... If like, you I'm guys, not a big guy, Like, but if I was a big guy, I'm pretty sure I'd give you a shit ton of trouble Like, if you're trying to grab me. And the thing is, it's not that I haven't had any problems. It's just taken a lot more people to apprehend somebody because I'm actually out there responding to calls. I'm on the street. I'm on patrol. For anybody who's listening that's on the job, I'm on patrol. I'm not a bus driver. I'm... I'm out there. I'm out, streets, huh? I'm out here. I'm out. I'm out in these streets, and I'm in the hood. Um, but it does take that many more cops just because we are not. We're not trying to lose our jobs trying to do our job. You know what I'm saying? So um, I feel like, and they also released a lot of um, records that weren't like public knowledge before, like the amount of um, CCRBs, which is civilian. Complaint Review Board, for those who aren't familiar, it's right. basically when the public complains against right. the cop. Right, like, oh, this cop, uh, badge number, blah, 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 did this, or treated me yeah. like this. Like, there's, like, four different categories. There's four different categories. Yeah, you should have, from what, your stories, I'm like, you should have maybe memorized I mean, I, I was a little, I was a kid, so, mm -hmm. like, when I got arrested, I remember him going through my phone, right? And at that time, we had a flip phone. <laughs> and, the Puerto, <laughs> and the Puerto Rican Day Parade had just passed. Oh, shit. So I was like 16 at the Puerto Rican Day Parade. I had a bunch of pictures with girls. And yeah, I'm going to tell you the truth. I was a little bit of a sleazeball mm -hmm. at 16. I was taking pictures of girls' butts. Mm -hmm. and so, you know, <laughs> yeah. I was 16 with a flip phone, bro. Get the fuck out of here. And I remember this piece of shit looking through my phone mm -hmm. and spitting seeds at me. And I was like, I remember the hate I had. I was like, I want to kill this motherfucker. Exactly. Bro. Like, yo, what the fuck, bro? But it's but like, like, it's one piece of shit like that, that. That ruins it for everybody. And the thing is, that's the takeaway. This is why I agreed to do this. Like, yo, not all of us are bad. All of us, like, really try. And yeah. all of my friends, and I'm not even saying colleagues. I'm not even saying fellow cops because I'm just talking about the cops in the precinct I work with. We really try well, to we leave about people in a better position than when you got there yes. right? yeah. so like we talked about a, a mutual friend of ours that we both knew for a long time you were very close with this individual and that individual happens to be super liberal uh, on that side of the fence and it's clear that people like you and myself are on the other side of that fence yes. but it's good to see that like listen we can have these differences we can not agree on it 
but we still respect each other. We show each other love, and we can still actually be friends. Exactly. Like, no. it's not the end of the world. She's it's, still one of my best friends. Which is beautiful, because I know a lot of people, and I, as I'm sure you have, you've lost people probably because of your political that stance. Is, and, and it's not even a political stance. It's just because of what I do, and it's, like, hurtful. It's like, listen, I'm just trying to do a job, girl. I just need to get my social security. It's, Fuck is your problem. Exactly. Like, listen, I, they changed our, um, whatchamacallit, our contract, and we got to do 25 now. So I'm like, Oh, that's not that bad. Listen, don't fucking complain. <laughs> I'll be 49. I'm You'll not crying. I'm not crying. Right. I'm not listen, crying. Black don't crack. You'll be all right. Listen, I'm 32 now, and I look like this. So. 32? You know, you cut your hair. What would cause that? Listen, I was just sick Did of it. Did you have a moment? No, I was just... I, yeah, I cried in the shower trying to fucking wash my hair. If y'all want to talk about... I'm enjoying something, this, actually, because as you know Yours is shoulder length. That's why. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've known me uh, 15 it, years. Like, I've never had No. I remember I'm you. I'm enjoying this shit. I, I, I just recently found out about the joys of conditioner. Yo, so it makes your hair so it's silky. So it's like... like, bitch, look at this. Those Soul Glow commercials, the, the you know, even they though it's... do enough justice. They ain't doing enough justice because being able to flip your hair, man, let me tell you. But listen, we all not the same out here. We, a lot of us cops, a lot of the cops that you see in the street have come from where you come from. Even though they're like, oh, the fucking white cracker. No, like, listen, a lot of us have seen real shit. A lot of these white boys from Long Island, quote unquote, right. have seen some real shit. They've lost friends in car accidents and ODs and Overdoses a lot of things. It's kind of Before like, 25. Yeah. A lot of these guys have seen some real shit. They come shit. into the job with trauma, right? They come into the job with trauma, but they've dealt with it effectively and they're there to try to help you. It's like, like now maybe I can use this to help somebody else. Exactly. So. A lot of these guys have lost their best friend, their brother, their parents, and it's fucked up things. And all of us got a sob story. And the thing is, we respond to these calls not knowing what kind of day you're having. You just called 911 because you can't take it anymore. Right. And we're going to be there. We're going to try to help you take it. Yeah. We're going to try to help you take it, you know? But the thing is, again, if you can't take it anymore, you, the motherfucker you called on is wielding a knife or yeah. swinging a padlock at you. A padlock. A padlock. That's, that's another real story that's... Oh, my gosh. That actually happened like... Uh, like a month before. Was it on the belt? Mm-hmm. So they put the so this is what they do. They put the padlock on the hook of the belt. They close it and they swing it around like a fucking. And it's a padlock weapon. to fucking close a store with. It's not a padlock it's like a, like a locker not, padlock. Not like the one that you spin, basically. Yeah, yes. like the master lock thick joint. Yes. Like if that shit cracks you in the head, you're going to sleep. You're going to sleep at the very least. At the least, you're gonna you have might some die. brain damage. Yeah, you might have some brain damage because not like getting punched in the face. That's no. like. It's not, it's not fighting fair. Let's just put it that way. So if somebody's got one of those and they get you, or you call 911 on somebody swinging one of those, trust us, we're going to make sure that they're not swinging it at you anymore. Have you used the, the baton? And I remember in high school, like they used to have the worst name for that thing. Billy Club. Nah, they had a worse name. Slapjack. Nope. It was NB. Oh, yes. <laughs> I know Which what that stands for. hella racist. I know what that stands for. But you know, that's what... They called it, you know what I'm saying, a hundred years ago. Like, I I'm haven't. sure the cops don't call it that, but like, yo, but like, I remember that shit, that shit would come out, and you'd be like, yo, they're ready to beat your fucking ass. Protective eye vipers, stand back. Listen, coupling two situations together, I, the first time I saw a, um, a real gunshot victim, I got to hold him till his last breath. Oh, shit, um, you went through that? Oh, a couple times already, a couple times over. And this this young man was shot in the chest, and there was we we knew it was bad. He's gone. It was bad. He was leaving while we were when we arrived there. He was leaving, 
and I held this guy's hand and then they put him into the ambulance. Um, they were, you know, there's was a couple other cops. Or was he like, he was unconscious, but his eyes were going. It's, it's a real, you can, you can tell, you know, it's a real different thing. It's the light in somebody's eyes. It's just leaving. And all of a sudden, not all of a sudden, but there was about two people with him when he was, when he was sustained the gunshot. There's, 25 out of nowhere. Oh my God, oh my God. Oh, shit, the clout. So they're all encircling me. The other two cops are in the ambulance and I'm by myself and they're encircling me. Guy. No, they're, they're, the other two cops are in no, the ambulance. No, you're holding him. Well, he's leaving and they're like trying to jump in he's the like ambulance. He's like already dead. He's. Is he in the ambulance? He's going into the ambulance. You know how they go. Oh, like, so then they circled you? They circled us. They circled the crime scene and I had to take out that protected like, by back Viper. The fuck up. Yep, pretty much. Riot are like, move back, move back. Yeah, which I always see them grab both ends of the baton and they start pushing people. So like, that's what I had to do because I was like, did anybody see? At first, I started very nice. I was like, did anybody see what happened? They were just grabbing and just like trying to grab me. And I was like, uh uh, we're not I doing this today. You, no. We're not doing this today. If you don't want to give us any answers, there's no reason for 20 people to you be gotta hysterical. Get the fuck out of here. If you're not going to aid in our investigation as to why this young man was shot, you need to step back. Oh, man. You need to step back. I'm going to get some crime scene tape, but you need to step back, and I'm only going to tell you three times. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to make you. No, there you go. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to tell you, and then I'm going to make you. You heard that, girl? <laughs> Listen, when you get home, you know what time it is. <laughs> I love it. Fucking gonna I love it. Listen, I don't want to end on a dark note, but thank you so much for doing this. Of course. I feel like people like you are instrumental. We need more voices like you. We need the community to know that they're not alone. That this is some bullshit. And I don't know what the media is telling you or whatever the media has made you think, but we're here for you. You're paying. The tax dollars are paying for us to be there for you. Um, I'd like to give you this opportunity if you have any of your friends. I know some of your friends have small businesses, mm -hmm. uh, like with the masks and things, or any small businesses that you would like to plug. Feel free to. If you don't, like, that's fine. That's totally cool. Uh, I understand that, uh, we're trying to keep that as separate as possible, but, um, the floor is yours. Southport Stitches. Get your mask. And I'm not even just saying this because she's my homegirl, but these masks are really breathable. They have the little mouth wire so you can, the mask doesn't rub against your face. Southport Stitches. Is that the at Southport? Uh, yes. At Southport Stitches on Instagram. Um, her site is up and running. You can get a great face mask and it's breathable. You could go to the gym with it. Um, let's see. Let's see who else. Um... For now, that's all I got. But South Plus Stitches, and she's been, uh, she's a great friend of mine. She is a, uh, a light in the community, and um, she also makes face masks. She's during a, the pandemic, right? She's actually a, a Calvin Klein for ex Calvin Klein Victoria's Secrets exact, and now she just makes yeah. face masks. Yep. Yeah. Congratulations, so, sir. Yep. So check her out if you need a good face mask because apparently this face mask thing isn't going away anytime soon, <sighs> unfortunately. So I suggest, I got one face mask. I got two face masks from her actually. And um, again, instrumental if you need to, if you're a teacher or if you're somebody that needs to wear the face mask for a long period of time, she sells these ones. Why are they fucking wonderful? It doesn't stick to your lips. It doesn't go in your mouth. It doesn't no, get wet. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah. Little fucking things at the gym. All right. Thank you so much. Thank uh, you, Danny. Police officer. Emma. Um, guys, thank you for tuning in. And we'll see you next time.
Peace.